What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? And we have a special uh, guest, special co-host. We have Chelsea Pierre. She is a professional speaker, as well as the CEO of Blurred's Leading Technology. Glad, glad to have her back on the show. So if you go way back to uh, probably like somewhere between episode one and 10. Chelsea was our very first interview. So thank you for being back on the show. Oh, yes, yes. No problem. No problem. I enjoy it. Definitely enjoy it. I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. And like, I, I forgot about the uh, the connection outside of uh, 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 us both knowing Jeff, right? So Jeff is a mentor, good friend. Uh, Jeffrey Lodig, shout out to him. He introduced us and said, hey, you should have Chelsea on the show. When I told him like what, what I wanted the show to be about. So that's why you're our very first interview. Like, I held out. There was uh, some other people want to get on. I was like, no. <laughs> Jeff said, I need to talk to Chelsea. So she's going to be on first. Um, and then from there, like you've you've taken off and, and grown and we want to catch up on uh, your your business and what have you. But the other the other connection just put out there, got three airmen right here, three Air Force veterans on the uh, the podcast. So uh, last yeah. time it was just me and you, but next time we got the Shannon in the mix as well. So like that is a first actually for the uh, for the show, and we're in like three hundred and forty something episodes. So I appreciate appreciate that as well. Got to put that out there. Um, but what is going on in Chelsea's world? Like if you could break down for the audience, like hopefully we have brand new people uh, coming in because uh, we joined Heroes Media Group. Uh, who you are, your background, and then we could talk about uh, business. Oh yeah, no, no, exciting. Yeah, okay. Vex. I love y'all. <laughs> That's how much when I was in. I love y'all now. Like a <laughs> like a distant cousin. There you go. As long as I can see y'all doing family reunions, I'm ecstatic. Right. <laughs> um no, it's 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 good. So my name, Chelsea Spear. Like what he said, uh, uh, one public speaker, I have an upcoming conference. It is Women Tech Global Conference. It is, um, we actually actually speak next week on the ninth, and it's going to be loads. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an excellent conference. Definitely get your tickets. And oh man, the topic is awesome. The women is awesome. I enjoy it. I enjoy the people I meet. I enjoy just the mentorship. So that is, so that's, that's coming up. I have a couple of other conferences coming up later within a year. I don't have the official dates yet. They're still trying to get some things, but definitely uh, uh, Women Tech Global Conference I speak at next week. So I'm excited. Um, but yeah, Blurs Lean Technology, that, that. So let me uh, get into it. So prior Air Force, like what he said, when I was in, did a system admin role. Then I said, you know what? I believe I can make a little bit more outside the uh, the branch than what I'm doing here. And so, you know, I uh, separated and started doing contracting, right? So I started doing contracting, had a passion at the time. Again, I uh, got out in 2013, had a passion to get into cybersecurity, but it wasn't as opening <laughs> as it is now, right? They want you to have some type of skill experience, um, you know, opportunities that people have today did not have back then. So what I decided to do, I decided to be intelligent. And I said, you know what, what is cybersecurity? It's defending the network. Well, let me get into networking. And so that's when I started doing security networking. And then it led my way into cybersecurity. And so as I started growing, I uh, wanted to educate myself, wanted to meet more people because I started realizing there's not a lot of people that look like me inside that, uh, inside that data center. And I just wanted to know why. So what I did was I joined <clears throat> joined uh, meetup groups, local cyber uh, you know organization groups like that, and then joined it, enjoyed the conversation, enjoyed the networking. And I started realizing there's not a lot of people at these network groups <laughs> like me neither, uh, especially women. And so I'm like, huh, interesting. Really didn't ring a bell. I'm like, <clears throat> like maybe where I'm at, I'm in the south. At that time, I was in Tampa. I'm like, okay, you know, a little different in the south. So, all right. Right. Um, and so started going to conferences and I realized not too many people, if any, outside of me is at these conferences. And so it took one conference for me to go to where I was so excited, 
seen a black woman. I said, yes, right? And so as I'm trying to walk up to her, like, hey, how are you doing? I realized that she was passing, she was passing out the drinks. She was one of the waitresses. She, she was passing out the waters. And so that's when it hit me. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, I'm at these meetup groups. Is it not, is people not hearing about it? I'm going to these conferences, these large conferences. You know, I don't see them selling things at podiums. I don't see, you know, us walking around. What the heck is going on? And so I started calling some friends. I got in the military that state that was that's located in other areas of Fintech. I'm like, hey, um, I believe I got a conference coming up at this time. Go to this conference. I got some questions. So they'll go and I'm like, hey, was there a lot of us there? Well, you're the only one because I'm noticing it down here in the South. And so I started noticing a trend. And so from that, what I decided to do was uh, <clears throat> at that time, I decided to start my own. And that at the time, I tried to start my own organization, but I couldn't really figure out how to do it. So I joined Blacks in Tech, uh, Blacks in Tech, that was in Tampa. And so became the president of that, started realizing, because once you're in, in a certain positions, then you start to see what's really going on, get all the inside scoop. I'm like, okay, well, there is an issue. There's an inclusion issue within technology and us. And so I did that for a while, and then I decided to open my own company, and so uh, which was Blur's Lean Technology, and all of that is it's a training company. So not only no matter no matter wherever you are in your IT field, I provide training. I provide if you become a member, I provide unlimited training on any area of technology, unlimited certificates, and any uh, certificate that you want. I have technology mentors, I have tech resume editors, I have tech consultants. So let's say you're trying to come from the outside into technology, I have consultants that will talk to you like, hey, what you trying to do? Let's look at your resume, let's talk about your goals, right? I even have consultants that let's say that you don't wanna be in IT no more, right? So we're gonna help you transition out of tech to whatever profession that you want to be, because not everybody loves IT, right? So people do it to get the money and go farther within their passion. And I also, <clears throat> just my experience opening a technology company that is nonprofit, I realized the hardships it is <laughs> just um, trying to be a Black owner in startups. So I have also business consultants that is within that packet as well. And don't, you don't even have to have a tech company, just any business you're trying to do uh, as a member, you have access to a free business consultant. So it is a one-stop shop of Chelsea Pierre's hardships <laughs> that I'm trying to mitigate uh, to other people. And uh, like I said, when you become a member, you have access to all of that. I have college packages that I'm connecting with colleges. I was working with University of Washington, like, hey, here is some tools, here's some uh, some uh, <clears throat> things within my package that can help your students. So when they do graduate, they can graduate with just more than a degree. Because when I graduated Troy University, I had a degree in uh, applied computer science. I believe Ryan said uh, earlier uh, this week that he went to college for computer science mm. and me like him, I realized, all right, all of these physics, all of these calculus, all of this math, you know, programming is really what did it for me. I'm like, cause I tell him like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, all the programming and computer science, right? That's the science of it, the program. And it didn't click to me. So I said, hmm, well, I'm a little far in. So how can I whittle my way out? And they said, well, we have an applied computer science. I said, oh, okay. So that applies that I'm not going to say programming, right? And they say, yes, Chelsea. I said, okay. And so, uh, so I did applied computer science and knocked all of, still did programming, but it knocked a couple of those uh, other courses out. Um, so, <clears throat> so I did that in, with the company. It was successful. Uh, it's growing. Memberships is coming. Um, as it is growing, I am seeing the world change and I'm seeing other companies and other non uh, other nonprofits try to do the same thing. Like, hey, let's bring, especially black organizations, let's bring more of us in because it's still a shortage. Um, and then the numbers actually shows it. 
because now I'm getting my double degree in Auburn University. So I'm getting it in my executive MBA with a focus on cybersecurity and information uh, systems management. Okay. And so it, it's funny you you reached out to me because last month or the month before last, I signed up for a research podium. And I, the focus was women and technology, the barriers of it. Okay. And so I did that. I actually won first for uh, the Graduate College of Business. So I won oh, congratulations. first place. Thank you. It, it was exciting. It was, it, was, it was exciting. But what was interesting is I, I focused on that, just the Black women in it. <clears throat> and so, of course, we could always do minorities. But if you break it down more so to Black women, uh, you get to see the numbers do it all, right? And so the judges was asking me questions and it was, it was, it was fascinating because a lot of the information they did not know. And so I think we as a community assume that everyone should know and some people just do not know what we go through. Some people see Black, is, black women issues as women issues, but every culture has different issues. That's like saying, and I gave an example to a judge, I said, that's like saying, hey, the United States has issues, right, within a country. We do, but our, but we have our issues as grave as other countries' issues, right? Certain things that other countries have to deal with, certain rules, certain laws that they have to deal with, we don't have to deal with because land of freedom. So it's the same thing like uh, Caucasian women and other or other minority women. What they have to deal with. It's not what we have to deal with, right? We all have our different struggles. And so as I kind of broke that down, it was like, oh, okay, I'm like, yes. <laughs> but um, but that that's what I'm doing. Ryan, I actually opened a new company. Uh, it's okay. called Pierre's Techheads, and I'm doing government government contracting. So I'm okay. bidding, yeah, so I'm bidding uh, contracting. I'm trying to get in there. I uh, have yeah. a that's black awesome woman. Space. Right. So are you, yeah. what is it? Um, an 801C? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, yeah. I know that a tiny bit, right? I did a little bit. Uh, I did an internship uh, with uh, Child to Space um, yeah. here in Tampa. They are also um, uh, 801C, but it's different, right? I know uh, being minority owned versus being a woman in a minority owned company have kind of different um, time periods and different accesses. So that's awesome that you're in that space. They do. And I'm, I mean, I am <clears throat> said, um, uh, I'm black, I'm a woman, disabled vet. So I'm putting all of that in, doing all of the bidding. And what I'm trying to do, um, you know, of course, fair hire, but fair open hire. So mm-hmm. we have more of us in there that owns these contracts, right? Uh, the more opportunities that we can uh, not only hire fairly, but mentor those so more of us come. So I just I opened that um last year. Last okay. year I no, that's that is awesome to be be in that space, uh especially because yeah, that's it's not a lot of uh of of women who own companies in that space, especially like you said, minority women and then uh dis- disabled vet on top of it, right? So um it, it's it's great for representation and like you said to bring in more people and, and then to make them understand that's a whole different uh, league of its own, right? Like uh, DOD contract, it's that whole industrial base is just different. Uh, so that's awesome to see. So uh, we definitely want to capture that. Like the first off, you know, like if I had a soundboard, it'd be claps because you're, you're doing amazing <laughs> things. Like you just continuously impress me as we talk right over the years. You're starting all these businesses, you're expanding upon the business that you currently have. And I, I love that you do the whole, uh, it seems like the whole life cycle when it comes to bringing people mm-hmm. in the pipeline, right? Like what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? And here are all of the resources and training to get you to where you want to be. Because um, a lot of that's not being done. And we talked about, you know, Google has their program. Microsoft has their program. Uh, we've talked about in the past how they're starting to go to HBCUs and open up the pipeline mm-hmm. and all that stuff is great. And I, I definitely want to continue to see big companies, especially trillion dollar companies like Apple, Microsoft continue to do that. But it's good to see uh, you as a small business owner also be able to, to be in that space and to grow and flourish, right? Like you're not going to be drowned out by your Microsoft or an Apple because there's specific uh, areas you can capitalize in that they cannot. So that, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, so it is. It's, me. It's... I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to join as well, <laughs> so I can it's try to capitalize. 
Oh yeah, it's it, it's exciting, right? Um, it's exciting. <clears throat> Said, um, but it is. It, it, it's a life cycle. People trying to get into technology, okay. And at some point, <clears throat> how do you want to exit? Do you want to exit with a company? Do you want to exit in a new career, mm-hmm. right? Um, I actually had, um, oh, he he is going to. <laughs> not be happy but I, I had a spokes a financial spokesperson on one of the one of the major vet um resource companies uh, is not going to be happy <laughs> but um people try to out process one of the, one of the major vet companies come in try to get you on the right path uh right got what name it is but he he came up to me and he said hey i like what you're doing uh, how do you feel about me helping you for just financial literacy, right? And I said, oh, I said, that's interesting. I could probably tie that or add that to one of my programs because um, being financially intelligent, that that matters. Right. So you could be in tech, but, um, you know, so I'm trying to trying to spin him in or figure out or have him as a guest uh, speaker, probably one of the conferences I'm at, we could add an additional speaker and he just focus on financial literacy and we could just tie that together, right? right? And so I've, I've been having a lot of people come in and wanting to tie things with me uh, with different professions. I, I think it's I think it's awesome because honestly, tech is everywhere. So that is so, very yeah. true. Yeah, not not just the, the, um, the, the cost of, of getting in, right? But then what do you do? Um, cause I, I see a lot of people like, so I, you know, I follow, uh, tech on Twitter and things of that nature. And some of it is just for the likes of things of that nature, but there are a lot of people who are coming in, um, and they're receiving a lot of, of money, right? Not to say that everybody who comes to tech is going to make money. That's not, that's not always going to be the case, right? It's not hundred percent across the board, but it's a very lucrative field. Um, but if you don't know what to do with that money, once you receive it, right. Like to invest it or to start a business or to grow upon what you have, uh, and you're just out here buying Benzes, <laughs> it's probably not the best solution. So that's good to have someone who can give them that mentorship uh, to like, you know, uh, create that generational wealth. And that's something that we lack as well in our community, right? Like uh, we we don't necessarily have the um, experience because we're not coming from wealth, right? It's not something that was passed on to us. It's something we're currently building, uh, which is awesome. But then what do you do with it, right? How do you make the future? Um, more bright for everybody else especially within your lineage uh moving forward so that, that's awesome as well like again very impressive like all, all the stuff you're doing um so we covered your your background we, we talked about a little bit about uh you you serving and what have you so um you know uh disabled vet you're you're here you have several uh companies um what does the future look like? What do you, what do you like not to try to get too far ahead? Cause I know you just opened something up, right? So, but what are you, what are you thinking about? What's the glimpse of it? Like you're trying to expand obviously in, in the, uh, the DOD space. Uh, do you have any other initiatives you'd like to bring up on the, uh, the show? Just things that like, Hey, if you're following Chelsea, this is what you can look forward to in the future. Yeah. So <clears throat> definitely trying to go on a, you know, public sector, <laughs> private sector, Right, uh, trying to gravitate to all areas. Um, the goal, the future goal, is as things continue to grow and it start running itself, and right. then I could pass these companies. Okay. These companies can have their own C suite, and I can just look over it. My goal is to go continue into public speaking and potentially write books. Right. So uh, just to put out more information, uh, because I believe even though a lot of us say the same things over and over, it's who certain people receive information from different voices, from different people, right? So me and Ryan, we we could say the same thing, but somebody may hear your voice and say, oh, I got it. And I know I just said it like five minutes ago. Like, what do you mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, but people receive things different. And so, and I think that's what public speaking is passing the same information and trying to get it to as many audiences. And if you could get one or two people to receive what you're saying, then you win. And so that is what I'm trying to do. I, I took I took a year off public speaking. Because I realize once you really start to rolling, right. <laughs> these conferences coming twice a month, 
every month while you're trying to run an expanding company, it, it does get real tiresome, right? Um, and then, so you need additional people, all right, uh, either to help run other areas of company or, you know, to do other things. And so that is the goal, definitely more conferences and then have more people hire more people so you're going to start seeing you know uh right. PR, especially PR tech heads as we bid it <laughs> right so you're going to see more PR tech heads hiring you'll see more blurs in technology if you're a consultant your resume editor if you are an instructor that wants to help teach these uh these courses that I have available um if you're good at negotiation, I can send you to these colleges. You can spread what I do, see if you can make connections. Uh, of course, definitely get the commission, uh, right part commission. And so um, you, you're going to see more hiring, more reaching out. You're going to see more of both my companies spread out from the south all the way up to the west, to the north, right? And you're going to see my face, my voice uh, okay. more often. Um, so that that is... That's 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 huge. That's awesome. So yeah, so definitely, uh, I, I need all of that information, like where people can can find you all that stuff, so I can put it on the um, on all, all the links. Um, but if somebody wanted to reach out to you, where where what would be the easiest way for them to, to uh, touch base with you? Yeah. So two places you could always uh, go on my website, send me a note, <clears throat> right. Um, reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Um, those two I said will be the best because if you're not on LinkedIn, just get a link in, right? Um, if you don't, uh, if you hear about companies and you don't take the initiative to do a background check on companies, this will push you to get on people, websites, kind of learn, kind of do research, like who is this person, how to start, what are they really doing, right? Uh, so it's, it's both this how you can reach me as well as uh, a training moment, because you should all, you should always try to do research. You should always have a LinkedIn, just have a LinkedIn anyway. Right. So if you, if you can have a Twitter, you have a TikTok, you have a LinkedIn, yeah. over 21, you have a LinkedIn. And that's awesome advice. And so, and LinkedIn's trying to fix it where people can't um, necessarily say they, they work somewhere where they don't. And that's upcoming, right? I, I think it's currently in beta or what have you, but I look forward to uh, verification of employment. So that way you could say, hey, I actually do work for this company or what have you. Um, but no, that's awesome. Uh, so again, we're gonna we're gonna link all your stuff uh, in the future as you as you post things. Make make sure you hit me up, either tag me or you can send it to me uh, via message, so that way I can repost and, and spread the uh, the good word. Right? Uh, again, this this that's the reason for this platform. It's to champion um, and highlight uh, people of color who are out there, like kicking kicking butt in, in the industry. You know, they're in the seniors. Uh, senior level positions they're in the c-suite positions they're business owners like yourself they're out there doing great things for the uh the field uh but again we're uh, such a small percentage right it's kind of hard to get that spotlight so that's what the platform is for but to pivot right because like you talked about um uh you know taking a break and unwinding i want to get there but just real quick uh for the the either people who um have not heard us reintroduce ourselves in some time because it's been like three years or for the new people hopefully we'll be uh catching uh from from moving over to uh heroes media group uh shannon if you can just real quick right i got now. you real quick yeah 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 so uh air force veteran you've already mentioned that so did my 20 i uh, started out as a jet engine mechanic first actually and uh you know after 9 11 hit you know people weren't hiring mechanics so much because people were scared to fly right so it's one of those things like what can i do to better myself my family and i was like ah IT didn't it didn't hurt they had a bonus at the time too right it didn't hurt you know what I mean so I was like let me go ahead let me go ahead and make that happen so um cross train <clears throat> back in 2004 um started out on the help desk right that seems to be where they start everybody that that comes in right started on the help desk and then started going some other uh, you know sysad directions right working on servers uh computers you know things of that nature um then started doing monitoring management you know working with uh with uh, uh you know uh, remediation like old SCCM where it was SC it was SCM back in the day you know back <laughs> yeah you know what I mean way back in the day you know but um yeah so um 
doing a lot of that um hbss so working with mcafee uh you know what i mean logarithm um for different monitoring auditing things of that nature and uh, retired uh, about four years ago uh and i'm actually an iso for the department of defense so i'm on a government contract working as an iso so i'm kind of the network police right i'm kind of like hey are y'all doing what y'all need to be doing you know what i mean what did right. i do in my training like i told you <laughs> not to do that when i trained you on that you know what i mean why are you doing it you know um but yeah no like i, I like uh, you know, I'm nowhere. I'm nowhere near where you're at, Chelsea. Like you, you getting it in. You know what I mean? How 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 are you not sleeping right now? I don't get it. Like you, you stay up, stay up. <laughs> yeah. What they don't teach you? What I should, should lie? What they skim over in grade school is time management. They use it as a buzzword. It's more than a buzzword. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> more than a buzzword. <laughs> you showing it. But yeah, that's pretty much me. And, you know, the quick wrap up. That's pretty okay. much Okay. All right. And then, so Shannon, Shannon, I think you've only missed like maybe, maybe two or three weeks out of the, the podcast. So it used to be bigger, right? Uh, longer, I should say. Longer episodes. We used to do like an hour and a half episodes, whatever. But uh, I found it uh, easier to catch people's attention when you do 15 minutes or less. And you do, do the one big one at the end of the week, which is that's uh, what this guy is right now, the weekly rundown, which actually gets the most uh, views, which is crazy. Where we just out here just talk about movies and games and stuff. Um, so I, I do definitely appreciate that. But quick introduction for myself. So uh also Air Force uh, veteran. I uh, uh, actually retired uh, April 1st. So uh, what is this? May 7th I'm recording this. So it's been a month. It's weird. <laughs> I'm not the four years out like Shannon or uh, Chelsea uh, has uh, transitioned a, a while back. I'm still getting used to it. So as you see, I got the, the full beard. That's my, my first, first thing. Got to grow it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So yeah, so I started off uh, in the Air Force uh, as a data maintenance. So I was your your telephone guy, your um, crypto guy, and I did some work on networking. And then they had the uh, the big old merger happen, and then they they smushed a bunch of career fields together, and I became a, uh, a cyber transport guy, right? So I'm doing your switching, your routing. So kind of cradle to grave. Not only am I fabricating the cables. Um, and, uh, you know, put, place them in the building, but I'm also configuring the, uh, the switches and routers they're connected to. Um, I did a little bit of help desk when I worked for NSA, I kind of helped build out their, their com focal points what they called it at the time. So I got some hands-on with that. Um, but primarily I was a, uh, a network guy until I came here to Tampa and then kind of broadened my horizons. Um, I worked for a, a unit called the joint, um, Oh, JCSC, Joint Communication Support Element. There you go, man, a month. I've only been out a month. Um, and they're uh, uh, an organization that does all communications, kind of like Com Guys for Hire, Joint Service. Got to meet all the other services and appreciate them as well. Uh, and that's where I got my chops as a project manager and then um, working to secure those networks for um, like special forces and things of that nature, our, our different customers, as well as getting my hands-on business continuity and disaster preparedness when I worked with uh, FEMA in the uh, the area, because we get a lot of hurricanes, right? Um, so I got to uh, to do that. Uh, thank God I was able to take a little bit of everything from that and then move over into the private sector. So I'm currently a cybersecurity consultant for a company out of Georgia. Um, so I do uh, remote work. This is my office, as you can see. I don't get to play those games back there <laughs> that you see off my shoulder because I, I work all day. Um, but I, I love it. And again, I'm in the GRC side of the house. So I am your governance um, uh, risk and compliance guy. So I do your audits. I do um, project management for the vulnerability uh, and uh, the vulnerability, well, vulnerability and pen testing uh, area of the company. So segmentation testing, QIV, ASV, all that good stuff. Um, I do assessments. So I do like uh, NIST CSFs and things of that nature. Uh, and I also do VCISO consulting. So if you need somebody to help you for business continuity, disaster preparedness, uh, business impact assessments, things of that nature, I do that as well. So I love it. A little bit of jack of all trades here. Um, and I think it's really good um, to broaden your horizons. So that is me in a nutshell. So as you can see, three different wheelhouses here. And that's uh, the way it's been on the podcast since uh, inception. So who was not here, uh, Vivon, because of uh, of uh, scheduling. So he's, he hasn't been on for a while. But if you go back, uh, Levon is a cloud engineer for a trillion dollar company. 
<laughs> so put his business out there, but very large company. Uh, he provides cloud solutions and architecture and things of that nature. So you get a lot of good information on the podcast. Please continue to tune in. Tell your friends, like, share, subscribe, share with your nerdy friends. Um, so that way we can continue to grow uh, and continue to get people on the show like Chelsea, who can you know tell their story and kind of uh, help you figure out what you want to do in tech, right? So definitely hit up her and all her links and all that good stuff. And now major pivot, this show normally uh, talks about everything else, right? But I like having the combination of the, of the, the interview and the, um, and, you know, the everything else. Uh, one, because I don't have to edit two episodes, but two, because <laughs> it gives you a variety, right? So 30 minutes in, now you got to hear about uh, all the movies and books and TV shows we, uh, we listen to. So um, again, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. But with all that being said, How's everybody's week? And what are you doing outside of cybersecurity? Go ahead, Chelsea. <sighs> been, a, been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting over a cold. So <laughs> I had a cold not too long ago. So I'm definitely getting over a cold. Um, hey, let me ask you something about that. So, so Chelsea, real quick, jump in here, right? So like, that happened to me a few weeks back, right? Like it was just a cold, but like I've had colds before, but it just seemed to go a little bit longer than what it used to. Did you have that same experience this you season? Know, no. And I actually took medicine this time. I'm not a big medicine taker, hmm. you know? You know, I, I I believe in a lot of things, but when I'm sick, I just say, the Lord, take the wheel. And that's <laughs> it. Even though he gave us wisdom, take medicine. That's the one time I give 100% right. faith, like, Lord, you got it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but I actually took medicine and it seemed like it took longer than, to recover than when I don't take medicine. So, you know, it, it's interesting. I have this this cough, this this nag in my throat. Um, but it, it is probably my fault because I've been traveling. Uh, like even right now, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, which okay. by the way, coming from Florida where you know winter ends <laughs> it's over there is no more cold after like mid-March it was mm -hmm. snowing I, I was actually up here in April as well it was snowing in April I'm like is it snow like it's right. April like we're supposed to be out <laughs> in tank tops and shorts and why why do I have snow boots right so so yeah so I've been doing a lot of traveling, so that could be, that probably could be why. Right. As right. well, somebody uh, is mad at me. <laughs> Got you. So any, you have any time to squeeze in any uh, favorite TV shows? Go see a movie. I've been watching the finals. I've it's oh, been yeah. a while since I, you know, sat down and watched the finals. Uh, I've been watching it. Um, I which contribute to me losing my voice yesterday. Uh, it was game three of the Lakers and right. uh, the Warriors and, you know, but I was really was screaming uh, with the Celtics playing the, six, the uh, 76ers and I was like, okay, one, root for the Celtics. And Okay. I was going to say, who's your team? Yeah, it's root for the Celtics. I'm, I'm just trying to pass time. I've been watching baseball too, college baseball. I just seen Creighton play. So I'm trying to pass athletic time to the NFL comeback, right? So uh, big football fans. So it's like, you know what? There's other sports I can enjoy. So that's what I've been trying okay. to do. Uh, so, yeah. No, that's what's up. Yeah, I watched the game last night. I, I, I fell asleep before it was over, though. Like, they were, like, up by... Almost thirty, because I think it ended. They they won by thirty, right? Yeah, they won oh, by yeah, thirty. They, they got up. They, they, got they went on. They went on a run. I was just like, 30. okay, I, I, it's pretty much a wrap. So I, I I fell asleep. But now I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm just like, this is crazy. Knicks. Like Knicks ain't done nothing since I was a kid. Looking to <laughs> just hold on strong, you know. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. So we'll see. I if it when it comes down to it, like I I'm being realistic, right? I'm not trying to be pessimistic about my team, but I'm just happy that they that they're there, right? Uh, but I have no, not thinking no championship. Um, I'm just being happy as they continue to get through the the uh, the series, right? Um, but uh, Shannon, what about you? What you got? Yeah, here? man. Um, so we actually got another dog in the house. What? Today. Yeah, man. So I was I was holding out for as long as I could. Mm, you know, so got I, you. We we ended up getting another one. So it's a it's a Frenchie, French bulldog. 
um so yeah we got two dogs now my first dog like i don't know if y'all could tell i'm a ravens fan right like see all the, all the raven stuff you know represent my team so my, my first dog uh his name is baltimore right okay and so this one we named maryland like the state oh, <laughs> so baltimore gotcha. and maryland yeah, so clever <laughs> <laughs> so all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, but I mean, so got a new dog. Um, you know, I'm trying to play hard. Like, all right, I, I ain't gonna fall in love with you, but no, immediately I was just like, oh, she's too cute. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So the kid's been, you know, playing with her a little bit yesterday. Like I said, just got her yesterday. Um, they've been playing with her. I thought I just heard her here a second ago. Uh, I heard the I heard the <laughs> the back door open. I heard the alarm. Said the back door was open, and I was like, ah, time to go to the bathroom. Um, so um and when it comes to tv let's see uh what did i watch this week so i finished citadel. up citadel i the third episode what i watched that. Think? yeah it's good okay yeah i got one see that's how i keep you on the hook i find a good one from time to time <laughs> i put you on. but then i gotta go through like seven of them where i'm like i'm not feeling this and hey, then it's the again. price the price yeah. you gotta pay yeah yeah no citadel's good so i think it's only a six six episode arc um oh for really that. Think. Okay. I think they're only doing six. I thought I read, and they because the first week they released two of them at the same time, right? Right. right. Yeah, because I I didn't watch three yet. I'll, I'll probably watch that tonight. It's good. It's good. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, watch those three episodes. Finished up Night Agent on Netflix. That was okay. Um, so I don't know if you started watching that one or not, not. yet. It's it's in the queue though. It's in the queue. I just I don't open up Netflix. Uh, I used to. I used to be my go to see what's on Netflix, but since I came back from Turkey. I'm just like the prices froze. That's why you don't open it. I get it. It's like a miniature strike. You know, like it's okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's true. Told myself it wasn't gonna open up Netflix neither. You know, I should have ended the subscription, closing it. You know, they still get their money, but I get it. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna tell you something, Chelsea. So, like for me, like I I was with a a previous cell phone provider that was paying that bill for me every month, and then I switched. And I told my wife, I was like, look, I was like, when we switch, I was like, we don't need to keep this service anymore. She was like, but the kids watch it. I was like, and? Like, they ain't paying for it. <laughs> they, ain't paying no bills. Like, they ain't paying no bills. It's going to like $2 every time now. You know what I mean? Not but, even the same Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do they even have those anymore? So let's, let's I, like, I'm curious about that. Like, is that even a I thing? don't know. I, they, they probably are, but they just on demand it. Like, they don't know. They don't know what they have to wait. And they, they have don't to- know super early to watch something like we used to or stay up mad late to watch something on uh you know tsunami they don't do that, none of that so they so my, my daughter they're, they're 12 i have two girls they're 12 year old twins right and so <clears throat> that's so funny so now they're just bored with the things that they watch and well let me say they're bored with the things i'm giving them that's age appropriate right and so now they're in middle school and they want to see more adult things so i said well and let me show you shows I used to watch around your age, since uh, you're trying to watch things that's over my age, right? And <clears throat> so I said, they, they, they're a little silly. So I showed them That's So Raven, right? And so as soon as I turned it on, there was like, this is so funny. It's like, oh, my eyes are blind. What is, what is, what is the pictures? Why is it so fuzzy? Like, what is this? Why is it not clear? And so I was like, shut up and watch it. And they love it. They're cackling, they're laughing, they're loving it. They're like, hey, they they assume that everyone on the show is the same age. I'm like, no, they're they're older. They went through life, you know. You know, this is the older show. And so then it was like, okay, well, what about the young son? So I showed them Corey in the house. They're like, ah, oh, turn on. Oh, my eyes, ain't they watching it, they loving it. They're like, oh, all of this is awesome. I showed them Zach and Corey, Corey, uh, the sweet life is that Corey. Like I showed them all of our old stuff and they're right. like eating it up. Like, this is incredible. I'm like, mm-hmm, I, I bet. Right, I right. bet it is. I mean, and so unfortunately- Retro shows. Yeah. yeah, so unfortunately, they want to know what are they doing now. So I have to tell some of the sad stories, which yeah. turns to a teaching moment, like you know, you know, when drugs. And, you know, that wasn't the point. The point was here's age appropriate yeah. shows for you. Right, so. right. No, that's good. That's that's a good idea. I, I I find my my youngest does that now. Like I'll catch him on. Um, there was a show my oldest watched back in the day. It was like these these kids lived in a hotel, and then. The same characters migrated to a um, like a summer camp TV show as they aged up or whatever. I can't remember what it's called, but he loves it. And I'm just like, this is corny. 
but <laughs> it's better than YouTube, right? Like, um, so yeah, like everything old is new again in, in that case. So no, that's a good idea. That's a good parenting tip right there. Look, tune in to our show for good parenting tips. We out here teaching. <laughs> it don't work for me. My kids will just be like, that looks terrible. I'll be like, well, this is what cartoons look like in the 80s. Like, this is what I grew up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> but what's crazy is we used to watch older cartoons though. Like, so when like um Hanna-Barbera and all that stuff would come back on, like it was way older than we were. But right. like you still would watch some of those cartoons when they come on. What was it called? It was a uh, was this Cartoon Network back then? No, it wasn't Cartoon Network. It was something else. Uh, I forget what it was. It was called something else, but it had like all the old <laughs> Hanna-Barbera cartoons and they used to do racing and stuff like that and He-Man and the Centurions. <laughs> like all the real old cartoons. See, they just go and they just go and with the TV, I start going back to that age of cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, really, they used to have the same frames over and over again. Like Tom and Jerry were running down an endless hallway. Yeah. And you were like, there's so many doors. Like they just keep <laughs> they just keep recycling the same footage. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and they used to they used to get us back in the day. Now kids can't be satisfied by anything. They'd be like, this the CGI looks terrible. Like these are real people. Like <laughs> these are what pe- people look like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. So it was it was actually Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was actually formed in 1992. Okay, so when it launched, it had it's yeah. kind of like uh, BT and MTV, right? They don't show music uh, videos anymore, but that was their initial intent was to do this thing. Now it's everything. VH1, same way. You just got to go to MTV three. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's like in the Ocho. It's like ESPN in the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terrible. Um, so uh, this week, what I, what I watched? I watched Citadel, so I got to watch the, the last episode of that. Uh, it, like love it like uh, like I told Shannon because Shannon was like oh I don't know but I was like anytime they go to to, to do something that's going to seem like a long dialogue a, a shootout starts <laughs> they're like I'm going to explain this and then people just start shooting each other and it was like Shannon love it <laughs> Chelsea, that's the that's the background right like I don't, I don't I don't need all the drama I don't need all the mm-hmm. talk right like I, I talk in my regular life I need to see something I'm not seeing all right the time. right so yeah so I, I, I like that show so far definitely gonna keep tuning in that one I'm gonna see Guardians today, so okay. um, this uh, this afternoon. So we watched Guardians two yesterday because all the tickets were sold out anyway. Couldn't reserve anything. And I'm not gonna just show up to a theater. I'm I'm not about that life. Like if I ain't got a no, seat, no, no. I ain't no. showing up. Oh, that's um, where they messed up. We could pick our seats too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you would have thought it's a concert. Like this is the night. The whole, the whole theater could be empty <laughs> and it could just been my two seats are reserved. Right. Right. And I'm like, hey, this this is my seat both of these one right on my left mm-hmm. on my right and the one I'm sitting in, right and then if you cut up in front of me next time it's gonna be the one in front of me too right so um <laughs> so yeah and I'm very that you go order food and you go order the alcohol yes. and then the seats recline and mm-hmm. yes then at that time it's this seat and that seat and this seat and that seat and if you cut up in front of me or behind me it's gonna be the two seats in front and right. two seats in the back so you know you buy a whole theater out in a minute <laughs> i want the whole show in um but yeah so they they just upgrade so that the cine bistro would be the one where i could order food here that one's sold out for the next couple of weeks uh, mm-hmm. i just i didn't i wasn't sure i was gonna go see it or not um but i'm going to a different one um and their whole thing is you can reserve seats and they have different, like they call max recline is the very front where you, you would have to lay down and watch the show. I don't want that. And then they have balcony suites. That's all the way in the back. Uh, in the middle, they call it um, heated recline. So apparently they replaced all the reclining seats with heat. So I'm going to see what that's about. Um, but you can't order food. So we still got to go to concessions like, like peasants, <laughs> get our food and then bring it back to the seats. But at least they're reserved. So... I feel about heated recline like yeah, i'm not i'm not sure if we're gonna cut that off like imagine like a new jigsaw movie comes out all right and he's torturing them in some like pitch of lava or you know <laughs> dropping coal or just they just burning as they typically right. do and then as they're burning you feel your bottom burning <laughs> and it's like that's just the 3d was a lot and immersed. then now i gotta feel what they feel i, I don't know about the heater I don't know. It, um, it had to depend on what movie I'm watching. Cause right, right. Yeah. Now my my concern is falling asleep. 
like if because it's, it's cold in there right you all bundled up and you cut that seat on and it puts you out i'd be very upset if i fall asleep in the movie so <laughs> i'm not sure if i'm gonna uh even utilize it i just wanted to be somewhere near the the sweet spot right the middle so that, that, that was the uh the the different packages they had before it uh, starts aside, getting charged for right before right exactly charged for exactly. Uh, aside from that um just catching up on work so i know it's not the the, the work uh episode but yeah just catching up on work i gotta you know burn a can on both ends to catch up on stuff sometimes so uh that and uh oh flag football like so i, I talked to chelsea yesterday about it so my my youngest is in flag so every saturday morning i get to, to watch him learn how flag football works right I don't do a whole bunch of coaching during the week, um, which I'm starting to do a little bit more just so you understand the positions a little bit more detail, whatever. But they do a practice first and then they run a game. And he's been having a, it's been having a blast. Like we've we've done basketball and soccer with him. And both of those, he was just like, eh, football though, he seems to really like. Like he he almost got a touchdown. Um, they caught him at the one. So, but he was pumped. So I could I could see the passion starting to come up. So I'm like, okay, as long as if you like it, I love it, right? So uh he's doing this is the spring league um so we'll probably put him in the summer um so he goes back to back in it and see if he, he enjoys it then maybe baseball but my my middle son did baseball and he hated it <laughs> yeah. so like he only did it for a little bit but he hated every second of it so i'm just like mm, we'll see. So, so is he in the age range where it's baseball yet or is it still t-ball um no so He's in the, he's eight. So I think they're, I think they're off the tee now. Yeah. I think it's like five to eight. They're on the tee. Yeah. So, and these kids have like, what's crazy about baseball is what I noticed is like, if you join the wrong league, you're light years behind. Right. They, they've had these kids playing since they're three. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if uh, that's where I want to put them. <laughs> yeah. He may, he may surprise you. He may surprise you. Yeah. That's um, cool. One of my daughters, she surprised me yesterday. Like I said, I was uh, watching the, the, uh, the semifinals, right? And so one of my daughters, now I'm a huge football fan. Everybody knows it. The kids know it, right? <clears throat> and so one of my daughters came in, finds me. She's like, oh, ma, is that LeBron? I said, yeah, that's LeBron. Oh, I thought he played football. I said, oh. I didn't say it was going to be a good surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was surprised. Could, could have played knew. football. <laughs> knew like, oh, I thought it was a football player. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and you came out of me. All right, well, <laughs> that 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 worked. So, so that would surprise you, you know. Right, hopefully, right. more of the positive. So, yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, they they showed uh it was on my timeline this morning because I was trying to catch up to see who won or whatever. But somebody was in the stands, and uh, I guess. The ball was going out of bounds and LeBron jumped in the uh the stands or whatever. So you see yes. the the aspect of the person watching the game. I don't know how you watch the game and record the game at the same time. Like that just doesn't seem enjoyable to me, right? Like just yeah. like sometimes you just gotta be in the moment, right? But he happened to have his camera out. So you see LeBron jump towards him mm. and just that perspective, you're like, yeah, Bron could have played football. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. Like he's like towering over everybody as he walks through the stands, get back on the court. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, when you realize you don't talk enough sports with the kids. Right. Who's what's your uh, football team? Oh man, I'm definitely a Saints fan. Okay. Okay. I will I argue it down. I was I was at a uh, <clears throat> was at an event uh, not too long ago, and so there was heaps fans, right? Um, and so argue them down. I actually won. Right. Like you're not going to, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to, right? Because um, because I told him, <laughs> I said to him, I said, you know what, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are at their peak. They're at their peak. Like, how much better can Mahomes be? Like, how much better can you, you you don't hear the Chiefs too much and hear where they have to improve on, like, you know, the Chiefs need this, the Chiefs need that, you know, and they, they're pretty much very close to their peak, right? And so I told him, I said, imagine if imagine if New Orleans was at their peak the way that uh this the Chiefs is at their peak, right? I said, first of all, we're not gonna talk about our defense with you know with the Chiefs. So we, we I'm not even gonna win that way, right? So I right. said, what what if what if we are at our peak offensively? Because we got growing to go. So we still have growing where you're at your peak. 
Yeah, you're pretty much you're close to your ceiling. So, you know, riddle me this. We hit our ceiling. Who is really going to win, right? So they, they, they really didn't want to hear that. But still, though, right? But I, but I want we, we to, we had to look at the numbers. We had to look at the numbers, you know, as is and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, it was a good conversation. I won the conversation. But, yeah, so <laughs> then they got emotional. <laughs> but, yeah. It's also not fair because you are a professional speaker. So oh, yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. Like <laughs> it's also not fair, but you know, gotta take those W's. I, I respect that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, not not much. I didn't really play anything. Uh, again, I'm super pumped uh for next Friday. So the 12th, uh Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out, right? So that's a hundred hour game and put my time into. Um, probably a hundred hour game, right? So aside from that, man, just trying to trying to keep up with the with the family i'm back home now i've been like i said i retired uh april so i'm getting used to that all this freedom it's crazy nobody's nobody's calling me in the middle of the night because they're they're locked up somewhere right and i gotta go <laughs> talk to the shirt or something like that like it's crazy like i only have to be concerned about myself and my family it's oh, wild I'm, i know i'm gonna miss it at some point but right now i'm loving it don't don't um, don't share too many tears <laughs> oh i'm loving it I got recalled uh, a couple weeks ago by accident. Like, I guess I'm still on somebody's roster. They called me. Oh, this belly laughs. I'm like, oh, I feel so good. But <laughs> <laughs> take me off that roster, though. <laughs> like, remove like, my now, number. Now that you called me, I, can you remove me off mm-hmm. that roster? I, 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 right, exactly. that. I got a PT test, too. Uh, I got a PT test email. Oh, oh, that felt so good. <laughs> oh. Do you? They keep changing the test. In fact, when, I'm not going to get on it. Do you yeah. know how I many times you you've been? Why? Actually, I could point at you. I'm not even gonna say why are we. You know, I'm old Air Force. Why are y'all constantly changing? I'm gone now. This PT test. No, I'm gone no, no. now. No, 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 no. You're still new. You're they're still they're new. trying to they're, they're they're trying to fix some wrongs because you remember we had an issue with the whole BMI situation and waste and all that stuff. Like somebody could be like extremely good in shape, but based upon old archaic measurements. They would fail. They're, they're trying to, to fix those wrongs in the era of COVID where everybody got a little bit, you know, uh, more round, so to speak. Like I myself uh, have been watching my calories, right? I'm not doing nothing crazy diet wise, but I gained a, a lot of weight uh, uh, pandemic, post pandemic, right? Like I used to run lean at about 180, 185. I hit 212 uh, when I was overseas. Like the biggest I've ever been in my life. Um, and now I have uh, come down to 189. I want to say just by just by counting calories. That's it. Like not doing not doing nothing crazy. Just like you know what, I hit my my. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking to see what okay breakfast reasonable, lunch reasonable, or you know cut back a little bit and then hit up dinner real hard. Uh, just in that, just eight pounds in like four and a half weeks. So because I I need like I'm disabled. I need them to keep paying me. <laughs> for at least as long as I served <laughs> before you know what I mean like they 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 like man I can't wait for him to get big and slow <laughs> so he can stop paying him nah but you but you know what though so Chelsea you you bringing that up so like they've been, they've been working on the PT stuff like forever I don't I don't know if I, I don't know if either one of y'all was in when they were doing ergo do y'all remember the bike I don't know if y'all were I came in at the at the tail end of it I took right. the first real like the first real test after the bike yeah like running and doing all yeah. that yeah so like when they were doing ergo, like that thing was, I remember coming straight out of tech school, like you were running and doing all that. Like I was in great shape coming out of tech school and like, I was barely passing the ergo and I'm like, like I'm in good shape. Like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm playing sports all the time. Like, but you get these people, like I used to hear the stories, you know, it'd be the old chief, but like, oh yeah, you know, with their, with their big cup of coffee and smoking mm-hmm before they go take the test and they're just they yeah, so smoke a cigarette before you get on the mic I'm like what how does, like, how does this work <laughs> I'm like, smoke a cigarette before sense. you take your PT test and you'll pass I was like this is wild yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, what, they have the plank you can do the plank now as part of the PT test mm-hmm, it's, it's mm-hmm. like you, there is so many options and I mean it's good it's good since I'm not in right you know all right, of it is right. excellent but it's like man yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, I took like, my, my I took my last one being because you have options, right? So my last one I took, um, I took it with the, all the the standard regular options. I didn't do none of the new stuff because I wasn't trying to do something new and fail or hurt myself or whatever. But I saw somebody run the new test and do all the new events, 
and is it was pretty rough like they they passed it like they're in good shape right they passed in flying colors or what have you but uh they're just trying to figure it out and bring in more people and yep. it's a balancing act right mm-hmm. um but especially because not people have options right like out here in in, in the world they, can, they they don't have to enlist or whatever you know what i mean like the, the economy is weird but it's not bad yet yep. uh, but when things get bad that's when they're like well we got you now so <laughs> So now all these things, all these these things, we we allow the new tattoo policies and the facial hair, or they didn't really change the facial hair policy, um, but they they it was looking like they may, right? Um, yeah. So they they're, they're, they're a lot more lenient with the mm-hmm. facial hair policy. They they're a lot more lenient with it. Maybe. Yes, it, it, it's yeah. Not like as... the, the army is trying to pilot beards potentially, um, which I, I I worked with Joint Service uh, or SSA Coalition. Coalition they have beards. And they they still get a seal in their mask and all that stuff, and they still look professional, right? They still have rules and and what have you. Um, so things will evolve and change and what have you. Just it's the extremes, right? Yeah, I, I, I like I like the change because you you have to understand why certain things put in place anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a lot more hygienic than way back, right? Old old Air Force when you had to save it due to life etc right so so I, I i do i do like the fact somebody sat down and said hey why is this still a thing when um the intelligence of mankind has involved the cleanliness has involved right the um the sicknesses we're a little bit more manageable so i, I do like like okay we're not going to if you have like one hair or you know uh i like the areas that they're lenient with right mm-hmm. I like how they lenient with the hair uh, and the ponytails and stuff because I, I I get it, I get it. You want to look a certain way. You are the representation of the United States Air Force. You are that. Um, but certain restrictions is what what does that have to do with your mission, right? right. Uh, so I, I like they're starting to look at the morale of things. Now some things it's like they're the military. <laughs> it's like you know. It's certain things you kind of teetle in a thin line with. I'm not gonna lie, but it they're starting to be seem like it's starting to be more family oriented uh, right. in positions that wasn't things. It's like, hey, you know, hammering on. It's like, okay, we could be a little bit more relaxed, right? And I, I think they're doing it really to keep some of the people in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's in. I, I think that I think that it's just a matter of them having to change with the times, right? Especially when it comes to the tattoo thing, because you got you you got kids now getting tattoos at sixteen, right? It just takes the parents saying, "Yeah, that's it's fine," you know what I mean? So, like with that, they're like, "Oh, I can get tattoos at sixteen, Well, I want a sleeve, I want to go all out," you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, neck tattoo and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing what, that twenty four, like you might not be able to like serve or enlist or yeah. what have you, or you might just have regret from from doing it, or yeah. uh, you know certain um biases against you just because right. of, uh, I, I see some of these kids especially navy they they have a tattoo behind their ear mm-hmm. right um so i didn't know they was getting that relaxed but they do they have tattoos on their yeah, palm and they, and mm-hmm. yeah and behind their ear and you know it's it's odd to me just a generation i was in the military and so as i looked and then have my own personal biases just when i was in you know i snap out of it and i'm like huh has nothing to do with the mission. Has nothing to do with what they're doing. Put a little makeup on it, you know. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. So yeah, because they they definitely have issues with re, uh, retention right now. But again, because things are good, um, we joined around the the war time frame, right? So that was yeah. more pride and things of that nature because of what happened. Uh, so we had a big influx of people. So you know, it ebbs and flows. So I wish them good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I am out. Right. But with that being said, I'll go ahead and land this plane. Uh, thank you so much for being uh, uh, our guest host for the week. So uh, again, we had, I'm going to link back to the interview that we had with you uh, uh, probably three years ago, right? Uh, so people can get, a, I think it's a good 45 minutes, almost an hour of uh, uh, Chelsea at that time. And then now we have uh, what you're currently <laughs> doing again, expanded, you're doing great things, you're moving into new sectors. Uh, super proud of you. I can't wait to have you back on the show again. And you're like, yeah, and I'm doing it. Like the Chelsea empire has grown. <laughs> we, we over here doing this now. 
so that definitely thank you for being on the show. Always uh, a pleasure, Shannon. Uh, like I said, you've like maybe missed a couple weeks in, in totality for the show, uh, even when it was a, a bigger, longer uh, podcast to even uh, now more condensed. So it's always a pleasure. Again, uh, we're going to try to be uh, continue to be consistent. We're going to uh, continue to, to get more people on the show. Uh, so that way you guys can see like we're not... Um, we do exist, right? Like there are people in these positions, uh, key positions, C-suite positions, senior level positions, business owners who are in this field um, who look like you. Um, and you can also do it too if you wanted to, right? You can get your foot in the door and then you can blow up from there and, and kind of make it your own space. So again, I keep saying there's a million vacancies, right? You can, you can be one of those people and you can expand and make cyber even greater than what it currently is. Um, Please continue to listen to uh, our episodes as they come out. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check all the links that uh, Chelsea's going to provide. I'm going to put on the, uh, the the show notes, uh, as well as on like the YouTube and all that good stuff. Uh, and then just continue, continue to watch us on our journey as well, right? And we'll see you next week. Stay safe, stay secure.